Hello, 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 beautiful unicorns. How are you all doing today on this magnificent Thursday? Yana Casper's are coming to you live from Ontario where it's nice and cold today. So trying to stay warm as much as I can. And um, I guess let's start off with my purpose and why do I do these videos? Why do I keep showing up every single week? And the reason why I do that, it is to help you all to get your shit together so you can break free from that mental prison that you find yourself in and live the life that you are proud of and excited to wake up to every single day. Because I know how challenging life can get and how there are days and times when we don't even want to get out of bed because we know the moment we get out of bed, we got a lot of stuff to do and we don't want to do it. So also, this is why the topic today, how to be happy with the woman in the mirror. That's another big reason why so many of you and I, as I once did as well, don't want to get out of bed. And don't look in the mirror because we don't want to see ourselves. We don't want to see the pain and the suffering that we might be going through or we may be facing or maybe overcoming. We don't want to see that woman in the mirror that knows that we continue to lie to ourselves and rob ourselves of happiness and joy so if you want to be <clears throat> if you want to be happy with the woman that you see in the mirror you got some work to do and you know that you got some work to do but there's a difference between knowing and doing just because you know you got some work to do and what the work is does not mean that you are either ready to do it or willing to do it or happy to do it just to name a few so I wanted to come on here and talk about how you can do that how you can continue doing that because most of you have already started doing that most of you have already started working on yourself and finding different ways how to love yourself how to accept yourself and how to love or at least tolerate that woman in the mirror I'll start off with <clears throat> a little bit of a um, personal story which I did not have prepared so I'm literally gonna be thinking of one on the fly because <sighs> I believe it's important to show our ourselves and how we have been there and how we have done it and what helped us to get here to where we are to where I am so which feels something it feels like a life lifetime ago but it wasn't even that long ago when I simply would sleep all day every day and I would just get out of bed just barely on time to get my kids ready for school to 
just get their lunches ready and not even have the time or their energy or even the will to make them breakfast. And they would be late to the bus every single day without fail, running to the bus. And the bus stop was literally five houses down the street from us. And how can someone be late to a bus when it's literally right there? And I wouldn't even want to leave the house and go with them because I did not want to be seen. I did not want to get ready for the day. I would be in my pajamas and I was miserable. I was barely surviving. And I knew this was nowhere near the way that I wanted to live and I wanted to exist. So I knew something needed to change, but I wasn't ready. And it took quite a few months for me to feel ready to start recognizing and taking ownership of certain things. Like stop snoozing the alarm and that actually took quite a few years to stop snoozing that alarm to really really experience enough suffering with myself and understanding just the simple action of not getting out of bed and snoozing on my day and most importantly on myself was the very thing that was causing me to experience the flare-ups of anxiety that would lead to panic attacks and that would lead to enormous overwhelm and my inability to even get up and get anything done for myself. I wasn't brushing my teeth. I was not, I was barely taking showers or bathing. I would wear the same clothes all the time. It was just the definition of, of misery to me. I don't even know what the actual definition of misery is, but to me, that was the definition of misery. I was miserable. I was not living. I felt like I was dead. I felt like I was a zombie and I could not look myself in the mirror. I couldn't. I wouldn't. I didn't do my hair. I didn't take care of myself. I had nothing positive, nothing nice to say to myself about myself. Everything that happened in my life and my kid's life and my husband's life, I blamed myself for it. I took ownership of everything and blamed myself. And only when I started to really wake up, I realized that I am the one in control. No one else. And I was the driver of this car. That's my life. And I was not even sitting in the driver's seat. There would be different people that would sit on the driver's seat trying to essentially guide me on what to do, where to go. But that was not me. That was not my choice. I felt like I was just in the passenger seat. And every day that car was crashing, that car was crashing. And it was just compounding effect of failure on top of failure on top of failure which caused suffering internally and it started to cause me physical pain where my joints were hurting, my body was hurting, my back was in constant pain, my shoulder, my neck, I had massive migraines. I thought I was dying, literally. That's because that's what stress does. It literally 
it creates a catastrophe on the inside. It creates chaos on the inside. And that is what catabolic energy is. And I was living in that state of survival. So, how did I start to get out of that state? How can you start to get out of that state? So first of all, it start up, starts off with recognizing where you are and taking ownership of where you are and figuring out the steps and deciding on which steps you're going to take from those steps to help you get to where you want to be, which also means you got to get clear on where you want to be. And this is something that I could not do on my own. I simply could not see. I simply could not, I could no longer dream. I could no longer visualize. It was just my past replaying over and over and over again. And it's like, um, I don't know, it's like almost like standing on the merry-go-round and imagine that merry-go-round has like a slapping hand and then every day it would just be like slapping me around and replaying the same shit over and over and over again. And for all of us, we only change and take action when the suffering is no longer tolerated by us. When we finally choose and realize that we deserve better and we can do better and that no one else can help but ourselves. So I uh, I took a bunch of like a bunch of like numerous programs I, I went through that some of them or most of them actually I didn't even end up completing because they were not aligning with me. Then I um I listened to lots of podcasts or started reading more like listening to books. Reading was not really my forte. <laughs> I'm getting into the reading uh, at my own slow, steady pace now. But back then, that was not something I wanted to do that felt like torture. So I would listen to books. I would listen to podcasts. And I would listen to affirmations. I started putting in good information in my brain because whatever was there was destroying me and almost making me feel like I was rotting from inside out. And I could no longer live, live that way because I realized I hated myself. I did not like myself at all. So something needed to give. And, um, yeah, so working on myself, I'll give you some, uh, some more tips on how you can start doing that for yourself. But honestly, the biggest turning point for me was hiring help, hiring my first coach, even though I went through the coach program myself, um, it was not the, uh, that was an online program that you go through yourself and you read and you, um, you become a coach, but it's it was not certified. So I ended up hiring a coach to really have that experience to see if this was even something that I wanted to do, if this would interested me more than I thought that it would, and it did. And um, I hired my first coach that took me through a program called The Law of Being, which now I facilitate and I help women to go through myself, um, help them to go through that program myself, and. 
so we we did the 16 weeks together and within the first within the first two weeks I knew that this was my calling and then I decided I was gonna go to through that coach training program because it just felt right when you it's, it's like you've heard that phrase and you've experienced it yourself that when you know you know and it's undeniable to me this program the IPAC coach training program was the thing that I was waiting for and prior to to all of that I worked at a bank for 11 and a half years and prior to the bank I went to college and when I was going to college I knew that it was not for me and I would say that I was brave enough to say no thanks and not continue because most people will continue with their studies even though that they know does not feel or sit right with them but they're doing it for someone else and this is one of the reasons why they're unhappy with the woman that they see in the mirror because when you start saying yes to things that do not align with you you're not being true to who you are and only you get to look in the mirror and see yourself and when you look yourself in the mirror and you don't like what you see it is because of the choices that you have made prior to that look in the mirror conscious choices or unconscious most of them 95% of the choices we make are unconscious which means that it is the default program that you were running on that I was running on that was bringing me to that point and once you start your awakening you realize that there's a program and you're not happy with it and only you get to change that program but the way to change a program is to understand what the program is how can you change something how can you heal something if you're not aware of what's going on it's like if you go to a doctor and you need surgery on this on something inside of you a doctor is not going to go and start digging in and trying to search for different things on the operating table they're going to figure everything out they become aware of this is what it is this is exactly where it is so we go right in and we will take that out and that's it it's gone right the same concept applies to your healing and to your awakening so I will share I think there's about 11 different topics that we will cover to help you fall in love with the woman in the mirror and be excited to see her every single day just a while back I did a challenge called the high five challenge this was uh, Mel Robbins uh, was the one that I learned it from where you were literally high-fiving yourself in the mirror and I have done 
tremendous amount of work on myself and I've healed a lot of parts of myself but there the first time I did it the high five especially listening to Mel Robbins and understanding and I was listening to a couple of other podcasts that day when I went to high five myself in the mirror I saw the hidden part of myself even though I've healed so much and I worked so much on myself but there was still that part of me that I was hiding from myself and you will get to that part as well it's like an onion you get to peel the layers of yourself and get to the core and you know when you peel onions there's going to be a lot of tears there's going to be a little bit of discomfort <laughs> in your facial area which is also connected to your heart so the first thing that I would say and all everything that I'm saying everything I'm sharing it is a suggestion it is not something that how do I put it what worked for me does not necessarily mean it's going to work for you so that's why I share what worked for me and what worked for many other women and you get to choose and pick how you want to go about this where you want to start how you want to start how consistent do you want to be and how often do you want to show up for yourself every single day is a must but throughout the day how often you want to do these things so number one make a list you can look yourself in the mirror and talk to yourself and see that soul through your eyes there's a reason why the the phrase of you can see the soul or the eyes of the window of the soul you got to look through those windows you got two windows you got to look through them and see the soul and see the soul that's inside that is actually excited to experience life in all the ways that it's meant to because it chose this path it chose this life so just recognizing that you as a soul have chosen this life this path for me and for many women actually every woman that i work with it has lessened the pain and the suffering because all of a sudden it it, it reminded them that hey this is a choice so now that i recognize that i as a soul have chosen this life how can i enjoy it or start with how can i tolerate it if you still can't see yourself enjoying any part of it how can i tolerate it how can i be okay with it start there look yourself in the mirror and have a conversation with yourself and have a notepad ready with you so you can write things down if you want to record it by all means do so but uh, more often than not we are much more likely to go back and reread what we wrote than to rewatch something that we have recorded or created for ourselves because most people don't like themselves on camera and most people don't like their own voice so if you're not ready for that part to heal within yourself then just write but if you are good with the writing and you really are ready to start healing this part of yourself where you are you don't like your your face or how you talk or your voice then that is where you can start as well like i like i said it is a choice of where you want to start 
But what I want you to do is I want you to make a list of 50 things. Yes, 50, five, zero. 50 things that she, the woman in the mirror, the soul that you see in the mirror, not the body, but the soul that you see in the mirror. What are the 50 things she would love to do and experience? I know a lot of you might say 50 things. I don't think I can think of 50 things. There's actually a lot more than 50 things that you can list, but 50 is a great start. And when you start writing, you will recognize how much more starts to come through. And you can keep adding to that list. 50 things is just the start. And you keep adding to that list every day, every day. You can do this practice every single day. So that's number one thing that I would suggest to do is list the things that the woman in the mirror loves and enjoys doing. Some of those things might be the very things that she does not allow herself or someone else in her life does not allow. Or she might feel that someone else is not allowing it, whereas the only person that's not allowing it is you. You are stopping her from living her breast life yet. So only you can allow her, the woman in the mirror, to the soul that you see that is you, to live the life that she wants to live. So that will be the first thing that I would suggest to do. <coughs> and as I mentioned earlier, the very things that help me to climb out of the rut, to climb out of the swamp that I was drowning in, was personal development and personal growth. If you are seriously ready and are serious about getting to that next level of your life, no matter where you are, I will always highly recommend hiring someone to help you get there. And when you hire someone, you want to make sure that you're in alignment with them. So you want to have quite a few conversations with them to make sure that you vibe and that you're the right fit for one another. And if not, there's so many other people that can help you around the globe. So hire someone to help you to grow to that next level for you. Uh, so personal growth and personal development. Now, self-acceptance and mindset is going to be another thing that I want you to start focusing on. And like I said, take notes as I am sharing some of my notes with you. The first thing is practice self-compassion. Self Be compassionate with yourself. Whatever it is that you are going through, remind yourself that you are a fragile flower. And just because you were planted here does not mean you got to stay here. And every flower starts off as a seed or a bulb and starts off in the ground, in the dirt, in the muck and works its way out and out and grows to be the beautiful flower that it is. Now there's another really beautiful quote that I, that I really love that I remind myself when I'm going through a hard time um, or a hard moment that what 
the caterpillar believes is the end, the butterfly knows is the beginning. So right now, you might be in the caterpillar stage, like I was, and I truly believed this was the end. Like, I kid you not, I felt like I was going to die in my early 30s. There was a part of me that I even remember uh, sharing with, uh, with my husband. He thought I was crazy, um, and I don't blame him either. And now I understand why. I felt that way and this was in uh, in like mid 20s and I felt like that throughout my 20s um, that I felt that at 30 at 30 years old that I would not be here that I would not get to experience life that I would die and I wouldn't be here for my kids, with my kids, that I would be just watching from above. And it was an overwhelming feeling that I was living with. And I didn't know why until my 30th birthday, when um, when my dog passed away on my 30th birthday. And, uh, and it took me a couple of years to unravel that gift and I continue to unravel it. That when he was passing, I was there I had my right hand on his chest and my left hand on my chest and I watched him go and that experience brought me just when you see death and you see and feel the passing of a soul it does something to you so little by little it started to make sense to me why I felt like I wouldn't live past 30. Because in all reality, that Yana is dead. She's no longer here. The Yana that you see here in front of you and here is not the same Yana. She is a different, different person. She has been to hell and back. And luckily gets to share that with all of you so that is another way of how or more like what i refer to as spiritual awakening when the spirit moves through us and we awaken to the programming we awaken to the truths and we start questioning everything and anything and that is so incredibly powerful that I cannot even begin to tell you the difference that it will make in your life when just because you hear something whether it, it's me who is saying it or somebody else who's saying it or the news or you read something do not take it as it is the truth question it understand it dissect it to see what's in it for you don't take it for what it is. Figure out what it is for you. That is the freedom. That is when you really start to break through that mental prison that you find yourself in. When you no longer allow information to just go in and stay there. And make you prisoner of your own mind. You gotta question everything and understand 
who you are in this moment and who you're being or who maybe someone is pushing you to be that does not feel right for you. Some of you might not be ready to do this work. Heck, most of you are not going to be ready to do this work. But your time will come. And when the time comes, you will watch your life transform in ways that you didn't. And just because you're not ready does not mean that your life is not going to be transforming. That means that you're doing little things here and there while you can and as you can. But when you are really ready, you will dedicate your life to yourself and you will watch the magic unfold in ways that you didn't even think was possible um yeah i like i said i can't even begin to tell you what it would be like for you all i can do is share how it has been for me and i will share just one little uh experience that i've been um um how do i put it that i have been focusing on strengthening and that is communicating and feeling the spirit world but of the light beings and those especially the relatives that are the closest to me and most importantly the twin girls that we had lost when we were just 22 years old um so i've really been connecting with them and i've been getting and receiving a lot of messages and for me mostly it comes through my dreams where I take the time to understand what each dream means for me and I'm in control of some of these dreams where I am aware that I'm dreaming and I'm aware that there's communication happening with um, the spirit world with those that I allow in invite in and allow in to come and share their knowledge and their wisdom with me to help me on my journey and what helps me on my journey will help all of you as well in the ways that it is meant to help all of you so what I'm saying is that I've recognized that this is one of my gifts and right now I'm working on this gift for myself and at the same time helping a few women here and there as well through conversation and through through coaching but that is not something that I'm going and going to be doing worldwide world spread at least I don't see myself going there I'm more passionate about all of these things that I'm doing so far um, because when it comes to dream uh, interpretation it is highly personal and even there my abilities are limited to what you are going through so I can help a little bit and not and help you guide and navigate you with your dreams to help you master this gift of receiving messages through your dreams and then interpreting them because when we're sleeping we're the most open and and vulnerable and if you do remember your dream, that means it's a message. It's not a dream because all of us dream, but we just don't remember them. Okay, so let's keep going. Um, Self-acceptance and mindset. That's one category. And uh, we're going to go by categories. I'll let you know when the category is. So take notes for yourself. Uh, but before we go on any further, I want to make sure, because I don't see any comments on here. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure there might be comments coming through 
on here. Uh, bear with me for just a second. Yeah, I see. I see seven comments, but I don't. I don't see anything. Uh, hey, Debbie. Hey, Rebecca. How are you doing, beautiful ladies? Uh, Debbie says hello and then she says I say like a, ca a cat I have nine lives so there's a few left yeah I feel like we're all like cats um, cats are felines very similar to female pronunciation of feline female and uh, for me yeah I know there's more lives <laughs> <laughs> that I <laughs> that I can uh, rebirth myself through and honestly if you really if we are honest and we really pay attention to to how we humans we regenerate every single day every single night I believe it's skin for example regenerates itself um, every month and the stomach lining every three months, I believe. I'm, I'm not an expert with all the timing with the regeneration of the different human parts um, and organs, but we regenerate, right? We grow new ones. Like for, for us women, there's a reason why we have the monthly cycle. Our uterine wall and the lining, it cleans itself out so it becomes ready for the next time that we can have an offspring and we're literally shedding our our lining our skin and cleaning the tubes the pipes if you will so um, thinking about ourselves in in a way of <laughs> reptile <laughs> I like to be, bring a little bit of humor so think of yourself as as a lizard or as a snake I know some of you don't like snakes even the word snake might trigger some women um, I, I watched it happen um, but anyways so thinking of yourself in a way of you literally are reborn every single morning and you get to try something new today that you denied yourself yesterday uh, Rebecca says uh, sorry Debbie said the butterfly is a strong symbol yeah a hundred percent and it's something that all of us no matter what part of the world we live in we can really understand and in a way start relating to the caterpillar and the butterfly in the different stages that what the caterpillar thinks is the end as it's in the cocoon the butterfly knows it's the beginning so whatever stage you're at you you can still flourish and become bigger and stronger and then Rebecca said good morning and Debbie said my dreams seem crazy well crazy dreams are not crazy dreams they're just messages that are waiting for you to be interpreted for yourself to understand not only where you are but your path um, you path of where you're going and how you can get there and some dreams they do take a little while to unravel and really understand where you might already be going through something already be on that path on that journey and then all of a sudden the dream that you had start makes total sense of what you're going through and all of a sudden you feel a thousand percent prepared for it 
because you've been preparing for whatever it is that you're going through your entire life. Otherwise, you wouldn't be, be here. You wouldn't be going through this. And if you're still here, your purpose and your journey ain't over. And if you feel like it's the end, it's most likely just the beginning. And there are days when even I feel like this is the end. It feels like, what else can I do? I keep doing this and keep doing that and beating my, my head on the wall and nothing. And then I remind myself of the caterpillar and that I am too the caterpillar and go through the caterpillar and the butterfly stages, the spiritual awakening all the time all the time is just has become so much easier where there is very little bit of suffering and the suffering is just in that stage of where I am not aware that I'm a caterpillar once I become aware the suffering is gone and I, I got this and I'm in control and I go to my tools I go to the things that will help me and will help me have helped me before and I do them and reminding yourself that even the caterpillar stage is extremely crucial. So which means, another uh, word that comes to mind that I've been hearing in one of my dreams on repeat, it was like one of the dreams that I had uh, with um, with a loon, but it wasn't a loon, so it was, sorry, um, mallard, which is um, um, a wild duck. It kept saying that it was a mallard, but I know it was not a mallard. And it kept saying mallard, and the whole entire conversation was hibernation, hibernation, hibernation. So the caterpillar stage, another way to look at it, is hibernation. And what happens during hibernation? When you are forced to go within and stay within yourself. Hibernation is not necessarily out there, it's in here. You are meant to go through the stage of you hibernating and you going within and working on yourself and feeling lonely and feeling the suffering and feeling isolated and feeling alone because feeling alone and lonely those two are a little bit different um, and going through it alone these stages are extremely important because this is where you become the strongest you don't become the strongest in the crowd because you feel protected by the crowd. You become the strongest when you're on your own. So if you struggle with being on your own, that is where you start. You start by getting comfortable with yourself alone, getting comfortable feeling lonely and understanding that the journey that you're on is a lonely one. You don't have to experience loneliness all the time, but really embracing it and understanding it and learning from it is going to be incredible for you as it had been for me that was what many refer to as rock bottom or going through the darkest 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 times of our life where thoughts like why bother why me why am I even here I can't do anything right uh, I try and I try and try and nothing is working. I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't tolerate it. It's really being in a stage, in a state of victimhood and being a victim. Most of us, none of us actually like to be there, but that stage is actually very powerful because it gets you to understand your programming.
and you get to see yourself and who you're being in in this stage and overcome that and learn from it and overcome it and grow so you can chew your way out out of this cocoon and emerge a beautiful butterfly and you get to decide how many wings you grow right oh maybe you want to be a moth a night butterfly <laughs> i actually find moth to be moths to be magnificent and really really beautiful um they're just i don't know bigger fluffier sturdier and they come out at night when most other butterflies are hiding and the moths come out to play so take that one however you would like it um let me see what else uh, Rebecca says, my dad has come to me various times in my dreams. Each time was very specific message. It was clear communication face to face. Mm. You got the gift as well. You, I, I believe all of us have the gift of receiving messages in our dreams and understanding them. It really comes down to taking the time to do that. And that is how you strengthen that practice. Taking the time to remember your dream every single morning. Even if you don't remember it, just think and try to remember. Almost like force yourself to remember every single day. I used to remember all of my dreams growing up and I was in control of my dreams. Um, it's called lucid dreaming. I was a lucid dreamer. I... I could fly. I had a unicorn friend that would come to my window. Uh, she was pure white and magnificent. And I would fly on her. And then I decided, you got you and I'm going to fly on my own. Because I got this. And I would fly on my own uh, all the time. And I can still fly in my dreams, by the way. It took me some time to get back to this gift. But we're all born with this gift where we have dreams for a reason and if we don't give it any attention it will only be for a season but if you get back to paying attention to it then the season will come back and you will remember your dreams and you will decipher your dreams and you're you'll know exactly what you need to do for the most part like i said some will take some time to unravel or understand while others you get it and you make sense um, to where you are and where you're going. It allows you to see that clear path. It's another way of not just connecting to the spirit world or the other side through the thin veil. is for you to connect with your higher coach as well. Connect with yourself, with your soul, with your true self and magic. It, it, it is truly magic and magical. Okay. I, let me see. And then uh, Rebecca says every three and a half months. Uh, I think I have a strong connection with the spirit world. Always have every three and a half months. Um, just keep working that muscle. It's a skill. It's a muscle. Um, 
gift, right? Uh, and then always communicating through telepathy. Uh, Rebecca said, a caterpillar just eats and eats and eats. That too. If you're in a stage of eating and eating and eating, what are you preparing for? Now, the eating is not always the literal eating. The eating could be you're taking in information. And whatever information that you're taking in, it is for a reason. So... Take a moment to think about what is it that you're consuming, what is it that you're eating and eating and eating as a caterpillar that will help you to go through this hibernation, cocooning process, and then emerge the butterfly. And you go through the stages over and over and over again. Beautiful um, visionary for what spiritual awakening is like. Um, okay, so... Um, I'll get to the other messages afterwards. Right now I wanted to, for the sake of time as well, because I don't want to um, keep you guys here for too long. Let's go through these, um, I forgot what I was calling them. It doesn't matter what they're called. Um, let's go through what can you do to be happy with the woman in the mirror. Or maybe start tolerating the woman in the mirror. And then fall. next stage will be, being happy with the woman in the mirror and then being excited and joyful and then feeling total bliss and nirvana with that woman in the mirror. Knowing that she's you and you are her and that you got everything that comes your way because you've been preparing for this your entire life. You just didn't know it yet. And no matter how old you are, you never stop preparing for whatever that comes next. Okay. The first thing that I said was practice self-compassion, which means treat yourself with kindness and understanding. Whatever you're going through, be compassionate with yourself. Allow yourself the time to heal when you're really, really in your feels. And then when you get out of that, you got this. And you'll remember that you're a superwoman and you can do everything and anything. Within reason. Don't take on the whole entire world. On your shoulders because you're not responsible for it for for that part you can listen to the podcast that bethany and i did yesterday heal the unicorn podcast uh, in this group and heal the unicorn spiritual weekend for women that will help you to understand um, how to um, navigate your life and your business tasks and activities and, and such the second thing is positive affirmations. You got to talk positively to yourself. Another way I would call it is self-love. Self-love is an internal job. You got to talk to yourself positively. Once you're sitting in front of the mirror, say nice things to yourself about yourself. Catch yourself every time you are being negative about everything and anything. And most importantly, yourself. The way that I used to do it is I literally would get a pen. Because I remember my... Um, I thought I was such a positive person and so uplifting. And and then my husband said to me one day that you are so negative. You don't even realize how negative you are. And I thought at first it hurt. But there's a reason why we are with the people that we're with is because they are brave enough to help us become the best version of ourselves. So if I continue to be ignorant and didn't listen to my partner who knows me better than I do sometimes even though I doubt that 
but I know that we see each other in ways that we don't see ourselves. Now, when he said that to me, it, it hurt. It upset me, of course. But anything worthwhile, it's going to trigger us. It's going to bring something up. So it brought up the hurt child, the good girl inside of me. So instead of punishing him, I, for me, I feel like that's another gift that I've always had, that I didn't blame him for it, I didn't shame him for it, I didn't take it out on him, I took it in and I would take ownership of my part in that, and my part was me being negative, so I needed to understand what does he mean, so what I started doing was I took a pen, I was working at the bank at that time, and every time I caught myself being negative or thinking negatively, I would write a line. I would just write a line and another one and another one and another one after four and do five across and another one and another one and another one, another one. And I had a lot of lines on my arm and it didn't take very long, just, just a few hours. And I thought, holy shit, he's right. Now that is one of the things that also caused me to go deeper within and feel worse because in order for us to feel better we first need to feel worse when you have a cold you get a cold and it gets worse before it gets better when there is a storm the storm gets worse before it gets better that's how life is it's like a roller coaster ride in order for you to experience the high i mean i don't really enjoy a roller coaster on top because i know it's going to go down <laughs> <laughs> right but in order for you to experience that high feeling that you're on top of the world you gotta go through some lows in a way it's you earning that right to feel amazing and incredible so in order for me to be who i am today i needed to earn that right i needed to understand myself and most importantly the program that was me but wasn't me. So that's one way how you can track your negativity. And it's a very powerful way. And every time you catch yourself being negative, this is one thing I didn't know. Uh, but now that I do know, I can help you with this part. You catch yourself being negative, turn it into a positive. Into a positive that does not feel like a lie. Because you don't want to be lying to yourself because you still need to look yourself in the mirror. You need to look at that woman in the mirror and know that you were honest with yourself, to yourself, that you are not lying. So uh, let's say uh, you, cat, you caught yourself feeling um, that I hate myself, I'm the worst woman in the world, that you change that into I could like myself a little bit more and become a better woman in this world. Not I love myself and I'm the best woman in the world because that would be a lie. You can't go from hate to love right away. It's a it's like a roller coaster, right? You gotta slowly is into it. And then before you know it, you will be saying to yourself, I am love. I am the best woman I could possibly be right now. And you say that with every part of your soul. But in order for you to get there, you gotta go through the muck of starting to accept that part and tolerating yourself just a little bit more.
And when you rewrote that, you put a little bit of an X, let's say, at the bottom, right? So it looks like a little bit of an X, so you turn it into a positive. And you go to the next, to the next, to the next, and turn each one into a positive. And then later, you can catch yourself when you're saying positive things to yourself. And you'll notice that you're, and then when you do the positive, instead of this big one line, you do the plus. And you do another plus, and you do another plus, and another plus, and then to end that plus, you do, I don't know, a big circle around it, for example, and you can put an X through it. So now you have five of them, five things that you said positive about yourself. So when you're doing this type of mirror work, talking positively to yourself, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Because you know when you love yourself and you know when you don't. So if you're in a process of loving yourself, say, I could love myself better. I'm starting to love myself better. I'm seeing myself in a loving way. Or I'm starting to see myself in a loving way. I'm starting to accept myself just a little bit more each day. And you will. But if you, like I said, if you start with, I love myself you're gonna feel the lie and it's just going to hurt you because you're not lying to anyone but yourself the third thing um embrace imperfections we are all flawed every human being has flaws now what you think are flaws someone else thinks their gifts and they want your flaws so when you start to recognize your imperfection your flaws and start owning them nothing can or nothing or no one can bring you down or put you down remind yourself that your flaws um, accept flaws as part of what makes you uniquely beautiful. So remind yourself that your flaws are the very things that make you unique throughout the human existence. There will never ever be or has ever been anyone like you. Ever. And the sheer fact that you're here out of how many billions of other souls that could be right here, right now, instead of you, that that alone is the biggest lottery you could ever have won. But if, since we're talking about lottery, I want you to see and recognize that this is maybe why you're going through shit is if we compare let's let's put your life aside and just think about those people who have won the lottery if you start looking into the people who have won the lottery they become more miserable they become sadder and they tend to have a lot more issues than they went into that win because most of those people were not prepared they were just dreaming that I'll be happy when, and then the when comes, and they were not prepared for it, because it's a, it's a mindset training, that money does not solve all the problems, and the biggest problem that all of us have is the program, is the mindset, 
that is not serving us. So that's why most people that win the lottery, they actually become more miserable after they win the lottery. And if we apply the same concept to human lives, that we humans become miserable in our lives because we forget that we actually won the lottery and we're trying to chase some next shiny thing. Like... Crows. Crows love shiny things, don't they? They collect them, they put them in their nests, they think it makes them happy, and the way it does, they use it for trading <laughs> with other crows, maybe. <laughs> but you're not a crow. You're more intelligent, even though crows are extremely intelligent and you don't want to piss them off because they remember faces and then they will bring their friends and then there'll be a, you know, a murder, a flock of crows is called a murder. There'll be a murder in your front door and you would not want that. <laughs> so, uh, number four, let go of comparisons. Stop comparing yourself to someone else. Stop comparing your life to somebody else's life. Stop comparing your experiences to somebody else's experiences. Stop comparing your flaws to somebody else's flaws just to make you feel better. Comparison itself is a narcissistic quality. We all have narcissistic qualities. Some of us are actual narcissists. None of them are in this group, by the way. But all of us have narcissistic qualities. Narcissistic qualities... Uh, reside in level one, two, and three, and even four energies. Four, not so much, but more so one, two, three, and uh, one, two, and three. So, victim, fighter, um, and rationalizer. But at the same time, comparison and comparing yourself to others or what others have can be done in a healthy way just to help you navigate where you're going and really just to get ideas. Not to beat yourself up or beat yourself down or to belittle yourself and put someone else on the pedestal or the other way around where you're putting yourself on the pedestal because somebody else has it uh, worse than you. But just to simply see it as an idea, as a concept, as, hmm, that'd be interesting, maybe I want to try that. Hmm. Like, like, a, like a child, staying curious like a child and using comparison in that way. What's in it for me? What do I learn from that? What do I get from that? In a way, we all compare. It is very human. Like I said, humans are all flawed and comparing is a flaw, but it depends on how it is done. Um... So celebrating your achievements, that's number five. You got to celebrate yourself. You got to celebrate the things that you achieved. Even to, if today you, the only thing that you could celebrate was you not snoozing your alarm or waking up, then celebrate that. Celebrate it like it is a party that it is. That you said you were going to get up at six in the morning when your alarm goes off and you did it. And you got up and you did you, you got out of bed, you roll out of bed, however you, um, you managed to get out of bed, and you started your day. Celebrate all the little achievements, because if you don't celebrate the little achievements, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to know how to celebrate the big achievements. You got to start small, because how you do the small things is how you're going to do the big things. Uh, number six. 
forgive yourself, which means recognize that there are things that you're holding on to that you have forgiven others for, but you have not forgiven yourself for. So, for example, um, trusting someone that you shouldn't have and you knew somehow you sense that you shouldn't trust them but you trusted them anyways and they broke your trust and took advantage and threw you under the bus and you suffered the consequences you have forgiven them you have moved on but you have not forgiven yourself for being that that naive good girl that you knew you were for knowing better and not doing anything about it you got to forgive yourself and remind yourself that that was practice that was a test and you're not gonna pass every test because life wouldn't be fun if you passed every single test because how would you learn you learn best from your failures you don't learn from your successes because once you succeed at something that's it it's success it's great but you learn from your failures and some of us we gotta fail over and over and over and over again numerous times before we succeed but then we know and we feel that that success is earned and when we earn something no one can take that away from us and we get to hold it and we get to keep it uh, number seven journal um, do a gratitude journal where you write all the things that you're grateful for and I would actually recommend one thing a day and focus on the one thing for the day that you're grateful for not making a, a list of different things that you're grateful for but simply being grateful for this one thing and feeling the gratitude throughout the day every time you remember what you're grateful for and practicing that skill because it is a skill to be gratitude instead of trying to be grateful when you truly experience being gratitude you will know the difference what being gratitude versus trying to be grateful is but in order for you to be gratitude you gotta try to be grateful that's a starting point for everyone and uh, number eight focus on your strengths and even those weaknesses, you can start to see that those weaknesses are not actual weaknesses. They're strengths. And they're your superpowers. You just need to fine-tune them a little bit and then own them. And then practice and practice and practice. Identify and celebrate your strengths and all of your capabilities. You got to do that. Uh, you got to prioritize your self-care. I'm just going to list a... Uh, few things i know a lot of these i don't have to go into because you get them so you gotta prioritize your self-care self-love you gotta prioritize yourself put yourself first and do one thing for yourself that is on that list of uh do the things that she the woman in the mirror loves and enjoys doing do something for yourself every single day that brings you happiness and joy it makes you feel loved um healthy lifestyle get your shit together when it comes to your lifestyle not Lifestyle includes every single thing that you do throughout the day, throughout the weeks, throughout the months and years. Figure out what kind of lifestyle you want to live and live that lifestyle. Put the little things in place to make sure that you get to live that lifestyle. And if you let uh, quite a few times, uh, women that I worked with, they decided this is a lifestyle that they wanted to live. 
And what they recognized is as they started practicing the things that in were involved in this lifestyle, they recognized that that was not the lifestyle they actually wanted. They wanted to change that. And that's okay. Because only through experience can we really understand if this is what we want or we don't want it. And then we get to change course as we go, as we grow. And reminding ourselves that this is how life is supposed to be. And not being so stuck on the end result. And so focus and so determine just on the end result. If you're not enjoying the journey, you're not going to enjoy the end result. The journey is all that matters. It really is. Is The journey is every single day. How willing are you do? How willing are you to do what it is that you want to do to get you to that lifestyle that you want? And if you're not willing, change the things that you're doing every single day. So that way that you're not only willing, you're excited to do those things every single day. And then you will get to live that life that you want to uh, live. Uh, so healthy lifestyle, uh, mindfulness and meditation. I think that's enough said. Uh, Bethany's mindfulness classes are very, very helpful with uh, with helping you to to have those those habits and those skills, and to help you go within yourself. Uh, four, adequate sleep. You got to make sure you're sleeping enough, and not too much. It's like the Goldilocks. This one is too hot. This one is too cold. This one is just perfect. Figuring out what is too much sleep for you, what's too little sleep for you, and what's the perfect sleep for you. Women, in general, need a little bit more sleep than men do because our our minds work. I don't remember the percentage, but they uh, doesn't matter. Give me the percentage. Our minds operate. Um, much more, um, what's the word? Um, it, it uses a lot more energy than the men's mind does. So that's why women typically need to consume more fat because brain runs on fat and men don't need to consume as much fat as women do. Um, adequate sleep, set boundaries. Boundaries with yourself, boundaries with your work, boundaries with your co-workers or employees, boundaries with your family, boundaries with your neighbors, boundaries with any time that you feel like there's a boundary that needs to be put in place, put that in place. And the purpose of that is to protect yourself and protect your energy and protect your well-being. Right? Nobody else is going to set the boundaries for you. And if they do, it's not going to feel right. It still will feel like somebody else is in control of you. And not you and make sure that you have the quality time the you time just like I said do the things that you love and enjoy doing um, personal growth and development with that you gotta learn something new every single day watch this video this podcast or the video in the group and then it'll be turned into a podcast and put on the podcast platform uh, as some of you ladies already saw that I decided that I'm gonna take this line of videos of get your shit together with myself with Yana Kaspuzak and put that on the podcast so that way you can reach a lot more audience than just those people that are in this group 
um, and that way you can have me in your pocket you don't need the Wi-Fi, you don't need the internet you don't need any of that you, you can download the episodes and you can listen to them anytime you want to and also um, there's a video uh, video available as well depending on what platform you're using but make sure you continue to learning every single day you become what you eat so if you eat garbage food and you put garbage into your brain you're gonna feel a garbage if you put magic and uh, wisdom and knowledge that is helping you and helping you to get closer to yourself and helping you to develop some of your skills and gifts then you'll get you'll get to reap those rewards uh, you gotta challenge yourself do something every single day that feels like a challenge where you are stretching yourself further than you allow yourself to be stretched uh, seek support don't go at it alone like I mentioned earlier you can hire help hired help is the help that is dedicated to you because you have literally paid them for it and they're there for you granted not 24 7 this is not beck and call for anyone but they're there for you and they're they know what you're dealing with they know what you're working with or through and put together a plan and they will make sure that you stick to the plan for you and something changes you get to readjust the plan and and keep going forward uh number four well this is now under personal growth and development that's what's number four again uh, embrace change embrace change as an opportunity for growth and adaptation and remember that Things will continuously change. You can't predict the weather. Even the weatherman still can't predict the weather 100%. And therefore, you can't predict anything 100%. But even 50% prediction is pretty damn good. And when things change, practice being more like the river and adapt to change and changes and flow with them and remind yourself that this is the very thing that is going to bring you back in your path where you're supposed to be even though it might be a sidetrack that it's sidetracked that where you need to go off this path go off your path into this one to learn explore something so you can come back to your better self and then keep going on your path there is i believe that everything that we go through is there for a reason and sometimes it does take a little bit of time to figure out what the reason is but you can take the time to figure out what the reason is or you can just go with the flow and stop resisting stop resisting life and stop resisting yourself and your your guide uh, and your own guidance um, relationships and connections when it comes to relationship connections number one Make sure you surround yourself with positivity and with positive people. If you don't have access to positive people around you, then this is where you go to podcasts, you go to videos, uh, you go to books, and you surround yourself with positivity. And in this group, uh, Heal the Unicorn Spiritual Awakening for Women, this is where everyone is either positive or trying to be positive and working on their positivity so you want to surround yourself with women that are like-minded in this community find connections in here talk to one another see who you can become friends with or accountability partners with 
you don't know what you don't know and you also don't know where that connection might bring you now i'm not saying to start talking to everyone and start dming everyone absolutely not that would not be okay but through through chats have conversations see those people that you resonate with and you can continue to have conversations through you know um, when i say chats we have some chats and also through the comments right have a conversation through the comments as well and then you can uh, when you're connected you can take it off you know uh, take off from there um, make sure that all the relationships that you are in intimate or not intimate are healthy relationships and figure out what healthy relationship is in general and what healthy relationship is for you as well uh, which in general would be the same as a general one for you make sure that you have alone time and learn to be comfortable with yourself and enjoy solitude and use it for self-reflection and personal growth get comfortable with yourself connect with others engage in social activities that bring joy and connection have conversations with other people see what they can offer you and what you can offer them when it comes to um, conversations when it comes to knowledge and wisdom and learning from one another another one um, so this is a category that's what they're called self-expression and creativity explore your creativity explore it express yourself through creative outlets like art writing or music or dance um, or videos writing uh, yeah I did say writing um, Two, dress yourself take care of yourself put something nice that makes you feel good something you know wear clothes that make you feel comfortable and confident put something on that is going to boost you why not you get to play dress up in this life right or maybe do the opposite undress yourself and get comfortable with yourself with the meat suit that that you have that you had chosen while when you were a soul and you decided to come into this human body get comfortable with your meat suit as i like to call it um third thing self-expression express your thoughts feelings and opinions authentically openly truthfully and honestly through conversation through journaling through videoing yourself um what other ways through singing you can do that as well talking to yourself in a mirror those are the ways that i can think of right now how you can uh, practice your self-expression and try new things that's number four try new things experiment with new hobbies or activities to discover passions so make a list of the things that you're curious about and start going down the list do one thing the next and the next thing and see what you're really enjoying and that'll bring it closer to your passions to who you want to be and your passion can also bring you to your dream job as well think about that one for a second or two um, next category positive mindset and gratitude practice optimism practice optimism before you can become optimistic cultivate a positive outlook on life and focus on the good like I was saying whenever you catch yourself being negative whenever you uh, catch yourself 
thinking thinking or focusing on the bad shift it to something good but something good that you can believe not lying to yourself um, the second one count your blessings which is another way of uh, practicing gratitude reflect on the things you're grateful for today every single day number three laugh often find humor in everyday situations and laugh freely and also if you are feeling sad if you just even fake a smile or fake a laugh you will start that's you changing your physiology you will start smiling the smile will become real um, or you could trigger yourself to cry and release what you need to release uh, if you're fake laughing you can you can it really quickly becomes a real laugh and you can't stop laughing so practice that uh, number four let go of negativity release negative thoughts and embrace a positive mindset same concept catch your negativity and embrace the other side the positivity uh, number five learn from setbacks recognize that everything that you're going through you're growing through it and there everything viewing everything as a challenge and maybe even journal about it to help you understand what is the lesson uh, from this setback or from this experience and learning because everything is an opportunity for growth and for you becoming who you're meant to become. Uh, another category, confidence and assertiveness. Now, you can fake it until you make it. You can fake to be confident, but it is it is felt. So practice being confident in all the ways that I mentioned earlier that will help you to feel confident. And then also assertiveness. Uh, most people take assertiveness too far and it comes across as anger. But anger, when you are in control of your anger, it is actually assertiveness. So number one, speak your truth. Express your opinions and thoughts confidently. Say what you want to say. Don't hold it back. Of course, in the nicest way possible because you want to practice being nice and genuine and authentic. But don't pretend that something is okay when it's not okay. Uh, two, self-assurance. Trust in your abilities and decisions. Reassure yourself, remind yourself that you got this, that you've been preparing for this your whole entire life. Number three, body positivity. Don't shame your body. Embrace your body as it is. Hence, practice being naked with yourself, by yourself, in front of the mirror and without the mirror. Um, embrace and appreciate your body regardless of societal standards. Don't compare yourself because you are not the mold. You create your own mold. Number four, set goals. Define goals and work towards achieving them step by step. Have something to work towards. And not just wake up every single day and do this and do this and do this and do that because life is coming at you. Versus when you set goals, you become much more focus on what it is that you want to achieve and have and you will show up for those goals more often than you will show up for yourself but perhaps maybe that would be one of the first goals is to show up for yourself um, okay I think that's that's more than enough um, there's a couple of more but this podcast or this video has already been just over an hour and there's a ton of information because everything that I already mentioned 
is in a way being it's just repeating uh, repeating itself in the same way sorry repeating itself in a different way but with the same concepts that I have already covered and just you know kind of jumping ahead of myself and sharing them uh, earlier on so thank you thank you thank you everybody for being on here with me I Rebecca Debbie uh, I, I can just see some comments of the ladies that were on here and there's a couple of other ladies that I saw hop on as well uh, Angie Marlena Caroline Brittany were on here so thank you ladies for hopping on and watching for as long as you could watch I don't know why the captions are not showing up um, I'll have to figure that part out again but other than that thank you everybody for listening for watching if you enjoy this this type of videos and this type of content make sure that you are part of this group and the community so that way you get to watch them live and then because they'll be going onto the podcast platform on spotify and across all platforms that you sign up or subscribe to the podcast and uh what's the choose to be reminded notification on there so the way you know that when the new podcast is uploaded and you can listen to it as many times as you want to or need to and i always invite everyone to take notes because i share a lot of information that will be helpful to you one day or another and uh other than that i think that is all that i have for you guys for today I shall see you on Monday for my card reading in the group at 11.30-ish a.m. Eastern Time or next Thursday for another one of these videos of Get Your Shit Together with myself, Yana Kaspersak, to help you do that, get your shit together so you can break free from that mental prison you find yourself in and love your life and wake up to it excited every single day and achieve more today than you did yesterday because most people won't achieve anything today or won't do much but you're not most people and that's why you're here so thank you for being here thank you for being you and thank you for showing up for yourself every single day and loving your life as it is while you're making it better for yourself and for others around you but mostly for yourself otherwise i will see you next time thank you everybody once again and until then